Hey there, welcome to Embrace Your Strengths podcast. You're going to hear inspiring stories of men and women who are embracing their top five Clifton strengths in all kinds of ways. You'll be encouraged to understand more about what's so great about you. Learn how knowing, developing, and living more moments using your strengths can bring you joy and purpose in your life. I'm your host, Barbara Colwell. Hi there. I am so excited for you to hear from these two ladies that I get to talk with today, Heather and Haley, and they are working with an organization that's dedicated to helping give freedom and hope and restoration to survivors of sexual exploitation. Welcome, ladies. Thank you. Hi. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Oh, this this is such a treat to get to to hear from both of you and hear a little bit more about um, who you are and what y'all do and how that is impacting um, women that you're coming in contact with. Can you just start with introducing yourselves? Why don't you start, Heather, tell a little bit about who you are, where you live, and what you do. Yeah, so my name is Heather. I am a colleague of Haley on this podcast, and I work with Red Oak Hope. I work on our program development here in Austin, Texas. T- Haley, tell us a little bit about you, where where you are, who you are, and what you do. Yeah, my name is Haley, and I am the director of U.S. Programs, um, which is largely our program here in Austin. Um, I work with Heather um, predominantly over a transitional housing program uh, and educational and vocational training program for survivors of exploitation. And I have two toddlers and a sweet husband that I live with in Austin, Texas. Oh, great. Well, I have loved over the last few years having a little bit of time um, being with y'all and talking with some of your clients about their strengths. And I love just the heart that you both have for the work that you do together. Can you tell a little bit about how you both ended up doing this significant work that helps women come out of difficult places? Heather? Haley, why don't you start? Yes. So I actually had a background in speech language pathology and I was working at a children's hospital and through the young adult ministry at my church met our founder and executive director, Addie. Um, And she shared about the work that she was doing overseas in Asia to care for women who had been trafficked across borders. And my heart just was drawn to the work, was drawn to her and um, just the way she talked about the work. So I got to know her a little bit, ended up traveling overseas and seeing and engaging with uh, the women that she was serving there. And yeah, I just felt called to step out of my career that I had spent a lot of time and money and energy in establishing um, to join her on her journey with Red Oak. At that time, we were only working um, internationally overseas in Asia, largely with like I said, women who had been trafficked across borders. So for example, a Ugandan woman trafficked into Asia, um, as well as economic empowerment with local women in the city that we work in, in Asia. Um, And so I served in kind of a support role, which 
like now knowing my strengths, <laughs> realize it wasn't necessarily um, my sweet spot, uh, but I definitely learned a lot and helped with uh, fundraising and, and staff kind of recruitment and training and really just whatever needed to be done. And through my presence in Austin, um, was able to see that there is great need here in our city as well um, to care for this population. And so kind of out of that recognition and our posture of wanting to learn, um, our transitional housing program evolved. And, you know, I um, recruited Heather to come join me and we have been like two peas in a pod ever since. It's great. Well, what about you, Heather? What? Yeah. So she recruited you and what was your backstory and what, why did you say yes to stepping into this new um, vocation? Yeah, that's a great question. Similar to Haley, also came from a different sort of professional background. And I would definitely say that the issue of human trafficking is something that's been on my radar for quite a few years. And over you know the many years before I came on staff with Red Oak, had an opportunity to learn more, maybe volunteer here and there, connect with people who are working in this space. I was a secondary teacher for about six years in Michigan, which is where I lived before I moved to Austin, teaching um, middle school, high school, social studies, and computers. When I moved to Austin, I ended up on staff actually at the church that Haley was going to at the time, which is how we got to know one another, um, serving within the refugee community here in Austin. And I started volunteering with Red Oak at one of our, you know, yearly fundraising events, our gala. That little plug is coming up September 23rd, in case anybody is interested in joining us. Um, but just over the years, got to know her and got to hear more about what Red Oak was doing and the questions they were asking about engaging locally. And so when the opportunity uh, came about to actually join staff and be a part of the local work that they were doing here in Austin. It was just a perfect combination of timing and opportunity. And similar to Haley, you know, as you do recognize what your strengths are and you see how they play a part of a team effort or an organizational effort, um, and I'm sure this will come out later in the episode, we just really do make a great team. And it's been a joy working with her, being a part of Red Oak, and really getting to build out this brand new program here in Austin to work with survivors here in Austin as um, they are on a journey towards what's next for the rest of their life. So I'm grateful to be a part of the team. Mm. Wow, that's just so sweet to to think about just God's handiwork in both of your lives and just mm -hmm. your heart for for the work that you're doing now and um, just how you're enjoying it and really fit for it. Well, Haley, can you tell us a little bit about what, what your top five strengths are and kind of what you've been learning about that and how that kind of integrates with what you're doing? Yeah. So um, my top five strengths are connectedness, um, developer, empathy, positivity, and communication. And yeah, I feel like as I continue to learn about how I'm wired and how God has um yeah, just led me to this job, I'm kind of astounded at how uh these strengths really just fit. So, the work we do is really really hard and it requires us to um of course, be empathetic towards people, but I've never really noticed how the positivity, I think I've had in other um, 
Tess maybe been described as a cheerleader, which no offense to any cheerleaders whatsoever, but for some reason that annoys me. And so I'm like, what does that mean? But now I just see that the combination of being naturally happy and or positive, which is not true all of the time, of course, but like that plus the developer, which is one who wants to see, is like a natural mentor, one who wants to see somebody progress towards their goals is kind of fitted and suited perfectly for a program that desires to walk alongside women from hard places who are, um, yeah, moving towards um, health and independence. And it requires like unending hope and positivity and, uh-huh. you know, the ability for that to happen. Um, and communication, I think that at my background being in speech therapy, I can appreciate that I um, value communication, right? But also that that this is a thing that can often get tripped up and broken um, with survivors of complex trauma. Um, and so being able to model and better myself learn how to communicate well across a variety of really challenging circumstances, I feel like also is just really well suited um, for this population and the work that we get to do kind of in the nitty gritty day to day of it. Um, because we very much are in kind of the more mundane moment by moment in you know interactions with women versus the more I think often people hear about sexual exploitation or trafficking and think of kind of these dramatic um, visions of what that work might look like. But for us, it's really just walking with people in the daily and walking with people who have walked through really hard things. And so thusly are very difficult sometimes to connect with. And so having to be creative and persist um, in learning new ways to engage um, other people. And then I think that the connectedness piece is the one strength that Heather and I share. Um, And I was actually thinking as we were getting on this call, I do think um, we know that that you actually told us, I think at one point, um, Barbara, that that was one that was more spiritual in nature. And so I see that that strength, um, that desire to just acknowledge in the day to day that there's something larger that we're part of, um, that we want to um, act out our faith. Um, in relationship with people, um, and that thusly that allows us to keep going, um, is one kind of piece of that that I really love. But also um, that Heather and I, I think maybe the connectedness plays out in different ways, but I think it's really complementary um, in the way we view both like the micro level of what we're doing in the day to day with individual people, but then also just like the bigger, what is our vision? What do we want to see with our organization and our program? How do we want to grow to be able to impact and serve more? And how can we imagine that, um, fitting into for us, um, the kingdom of God, um, but also to be bridge builders in the community and, work well with all kinds of organizations and spaces that have been doing this work longer than us. And we know we have a lot to learn from. And I think we both take that similar posture. Mm. Wow. That's great. Just to kind of envision those strengths, like you mentioned, and how that is kind of integral in what you get to do every day. And yeah, I love that. Yeah. Well, 
Heather, tell us a little bit about your strengths and what you've been learning and kind of how that shows up in your work. Yeah, so my top strength is context. And then behind that is connectedness, the one that Haley and I share, achiever, input, and then learner. Um, And it is just so funny to talk through these and sort of like compare, but also then see how they do work together well particularly in a team. Um, We are now a larger team than just Haley and I, but for roughly about the first two years, it was mostly just her and I working on this program. And as I mentioned, my role is in program development. And so in that regard, we really do make a great team. Um, If you are familiar with Core Clarity, I don't know how much you get into that on the podcast. I was astounded to see my first sort of core clarity report come through and show that context, connectedness, input, and learner were all in this green bucket that was essentially like um, rooted in information gathering. And I really appreciated having some words for the way that I function in the world. Um, But particularly in my role as program development early on when this program was just getting started and we were kind of building the plane a little bit while we were flying it. uh, Yeah, flying the plane. Uh Um, I think that these strengths have been just really helpful in moving the program forward. So like doing a lot of research, connecting with a lot of other organizations, asking a lot of questions about what has already been done in this space, what other programs do, how things could look like, and then putting that sort of contextualizing that for our organization, our staff into Austin, what we were hoping to achieve for the women that we get to work with. Um, definitely seeing those strengths play out, which is fun. And I think Haley and I definitely have a great time working together, often comment on um, the way that we do complement one another because we are wired very differently. I mean, even just looking at sort of our um, core clarity profiles, they probably could not be more different. But putting those two things together, um, we're able to, I think, have like big visions actually get things done, care for people super well on both the macro and micro level. And it's because we're doing that thing in a team. Like I said, we now have a larger staff and they've helped kind of fill in maybe some of the gaps that even we have together. But it's just been neat seeing how all of these different strengths do connect and play out and complement one another organizationally when you are trying to do a lot of things and move in a lot of spaces and really do have a big vision for what we hope to accomplish. And then get to see the progress that's been made in the last, well, two and a half years that I've been on staff. Hmm. Hmm, That's great. Well, I hadn't really thought about it. Like you said, your strengths are really very different. And um, just that, like you mentioned that you have four of them that are in that reflecting quadrant and Haley, two of yours are in the connecting your empathy and communication, but then in the mobilizing quadrant, your positivity and developers um, strengths that help move people forward. And anyway, that's really neat to, to see just the, the variety of that. And just um, even though between the two of you don't, you don't have all 34 strengths, but you have a great um, spread of kind of variety in them. Yeah. What what does that really kind of look like in in your work um, as you've kind of, capitalize on each other's different strengths? How does, what does that look like? I mean, literally nothing would ever get done without Heather. (laughs) (laughs) I would sit and talk about it and, you know, think about it all day long. Like (laughs) the actual, like, you know, 
work that allows us to move things forward. And in the beginning, I feel like I really resisted. I mean, I can remember us sitting across the table and Heather being like, but like, what is the program? Like, let's lay it out. <laughs> and I'd be like, well, this is how it feels. And this is what we do. And these are the people <laughs> we're engaged with. And this is like how I am going to communicate with these people. And you'd be like, but what is the program? <laughs> and we're much better for it. I mean, we're better for um, having the structure. We're better for knowing what direction we're going in. And like having, um, yeah, just a really thought out uh, program that we know that like I know, basically, I can also be confident that we will always have done the research because though I have not, Heather absolutely yeah. has Heather. gone and found every other program kind of like this, got us connected to who might be able to ask good questions, we can ask good questions to, and um, has really thought it through. Um, and so things that I feel are right, <laughs> like she actually can say, yeah, this is actually a good way for us to do it because this is what these people are doing and this is kind of our culture. And so in that way, I feel like we um, are a good balance and we can actually get things done. <laughs> Heather, what is your um, experience of how your strengths are being different from Haley's kind of show up in your work? Yeah, I think I, of course, have a little bit of a different perspective than Haley in that I see where her strengths kind of refine me. And one of the ways that I often see that is while I will do a lot of research and I will make a lot of connections and ask a lot of questions and maybe come up with this big grand plan that is super maybe detailed or refined, um, Haley is very good at asking the questions that bring me back to, okay, but what does that mean right here, right now for this particular woman in our program or this population that we're serving or this thing that's happening you know, next week, not in five years? And I think for both a program and an organization, the both and are really important that you're executing, you know, your program and are being really intentional with exactly who you have right now, as well as looking forward and being future facing and kind of creating uh, the plan to get there. And so I'm appreciative for the both. And I think that really makes us um, very strategic in what we do, but also really personal. Our program, kind of the way that it is De designed is highly individualized anyway. Um, we've referenced the program, but I'll explain it a little bit more. So the main program that we operate here in Austin is a transitional housing program for female adult survivors of sexual exploitation and human trafficking. And so the house that we currently have can fit up to four residents at a time. They're able to live in this home rent-free for 12 to 18 months. And while they're in the program, we provide comprehensive case management as well as a lot of other relational support to meet them where they're at and help them get to where they want to be. And that happens through case management where they will spend a lot of time setting goals in a variety of areas. So this could be around transportation, education, employment, definitely longer term thinking in terms of independent living and kind of what needs to be in place to get there and how to transition back into the community. We'll also deal with a lot of everyday kinds of things that have to do maybe with appointments or finding a primary care doctor or handling maybe things that remain in terms of a, a criminal history or other legal needs. And so there just is a, a great perspective when you have, you know, this deeply empathetic, very people oriented person in Haley, and then maybe a little bit more of a systematic or 
um, programmatic kind of lens that I have, I think when both of those come together, like I said, we're both able to have a really solid program that is being implemented in a very personal um, and individualized way for each woman that's actually in our program. Wow, definitely sounds like y'all are a great team, just um, touching on so many of the vital points and things that need to get done in a day and relating to your people and just, wow, it's, y'all are match made in heaven, it sounds like to me. <laughs> well, um, I know a couple times I've been able to be a part of um, meeting some of the ladies and talking with some of them about their strengths as they're in this transitional time. And I thoroughly enjoyed it just um, seeing a few light bulbs come come on with some of the ladies. But how, ha how have y'all seen that it's benefited them understanding a little bit about who they are, what their strengths are, and how possibly they could use those in the future? Yeah, I feel like, um, you know, so much of what our program desires to do is to help um, the women we get to work with build insight into who they are. Um, and so much of, um, I can't obviously speak in absolutes, but many of the women that we work with, so many times they come to us knowing very, very well what they are not able to do or what is hard. Um, maybe that's been shared to them or spoken over them. Um, and what I love about this is that they get to learn, um, a very like objective, um, view of who they are and how they're wired. They can't help but be who they are. Right. And so that comes out, um, in the testing usually. And so that's exciting to get to say, no, these are things that you are are able to like grow in and our strengths and and you can put this to use in this way and this might mean you're suited for this um you know honestly i think in our um and maybe our day-to-day -day, those of us on this call uh, we have heard about a lot of these different tests we have experienced learning about our strengths none of the women that come to us have been able to walk through that process of like, oh, these are things that I'm good at um, and I can imagine a world where I can use them. And so it's just fun to get to do that, whether it's like just scratching the surface and maybe one little piece of information resonates or um, somebody is really, really excited. I'm thinking of one of our women or one of the women we get to serve that was so excited about like, understanding this and understanding it in relation to other people in the house. And, um, you know, regardless of where they kind of fall on the spectrum of, um, utilizing and or understanding, um, the strengths, uh, something always sinks in and, um, that can't help but be encouraging. I think another interesting part of what we talked about Barbara the other week, um, is that we also have found some themes and strengths that, uh, come from people who have walked through really, really hard things. I think we found that um, empathy and I believe it was adaptability, adaptability. Yeah, yeah, were really frequently found in the women that we work with. And so just even the sweetness of recognizing and pointing out to the women we serve that, hey, 
you have this skill of adaptability because you are able to um, overcome and persevere through hard things and that that is maybe by nature of them having uh, really chaotic childhoods or um, just, yeah, walking through abusive situations where they've had to put that skill into place. Regardless, it is something that they have refined and are able to use, which means that they can use it for all of the good things that will come in the future for them. Um, and then, of course, those of us who walk through hard things tend to be more empathetic um, and compassionate, um, you know, towards people in general, and especially those um, in their lives that maybe they, you know, putting that skill to use with roommates and putting that skill to use, like, I gosh, so many of the women we work with are um, wanting to use the things that they've walked through that are hard to then serve. And so just helping them see that that is actually a part of how they're wired to be, that they have that, that um, skill of empathy and that strength of empathy and how they can use that um, in their future is just exciting. Yeah, that it really is. Heather, it, any um, takeaways you've had as you've um, seen some of the women talk through their strengths? Yeah, I think one thing that I particularly enjoy getting to watch is just the potential of what happens when you create space for people to focus on themselves for a little bit and actually unearth what their strengths are. Like just knowing some of the stories of the women who come into our program that we do get to walk alongside and serve, um, knowing some of the environments maybe they were raised in or the relationships that they've had, particular exploitative relationships where their strengths weren't being celebrated. Maybe those things were even pushed down or discouraged. Um, and so to be able to be in an environment with them where we're laying this thing out, like Haley said, kind of objectively and saying, no, these things are true about who you are. Let's look back and see how you've actually put those to use in your life up to this point. Um, you know, often we use this word of a survivor of trafficking, and that is true. Like they are survivors. They have walked through very hard things. They have probably known or witness people who haven't survived trafficking or exploitation. And so they absolutely are strong women um, who have many strengths and a lot to offer, but maybe have not really had anybody or very few people spend time naming those things, kind of celebrating that those are features of their personality and their being, and then saying, and what can you do to even grow in these or put these to use in interpersonal relationships or in employment or in whatever it is that you want to do in your future. And so I think it's just a really beautiful opportunity to really focus on an individual, celebrate what they bring to the table, and even create excitement about what it could look like to develop those strengths into things that they can see benefit them in the places that they, you know, hope their future takes them. Mm, yeah. yeah. I just, I just love like just hearing from both of you all and just hearing your heart and your vision for these ladies. And I know like one of the times we were together and one of the ladies was like, well, these where, where are my strengths? I mean, she, it was kind of like a roadblock. Like you're saying she probably mm -hmm. hasn't really had that kind of conversation before. And it's fun to kind of see some of the, the layers being pe peeled off of their hearts and minds of like who they are and what they can offer to um, 
the world or their relationships or their work. Mm-hmm. So it's fun to see. And I, I especially loved seeing both of you encourage them as you have been around them and see what is really to be celebrated in them. So it's, it's really fun to, to be a part of that. Well, do y'all have any encouragement to any of our listeners that might have any of the strengths that you have? It's just so refreshing to see how, who you are and what your strengths are, are showing up so well in this significant work that you're both doing. But do you have any two cents that you'd like to give any of our listeners that might have any of these strengths or know someone or live with someone that has any of your strengths? Man, um, that's a loaded question. No. Yeah. I mean, I think one, the encouragement that I think you have really helped us to see Barbara is just that there's a lot of beauty and I, this definitely plays out in Heather and I's relationship. Um, but there's a lot of beauty in the diversity of the strengths and that like, there isn't one that is more desirable than the other or suits you better than, or like, that you should chase after like we just are wired how we are wired and that there's beauty in all of that and um and learning more about how that plays out relationally and how you can better equip yourself to engage like with the dynamic process of being on a team i think heather and i are people who really love to be on a team and like collaborating Mm -hmm. and engaging um and so it's been really fun to both learn more about us and then learn more about the people that we get to work with. And, um, you know, like Heather said, our staff has grown and, um, you know, we are always better when we are more self-aware, but also not so stuck in that space of this is how I function, um, but are able to look out kind of at the people around us and learn from and with them. Um, And so I feel like, yeah, just that, that there's beauty in all of these strengths and that we all have them. And that's just like a full stop (laughs) is really, is really exciting and fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I definitely echo all of that. And I think, you know, I've really experience helps you understand your strengths even more, you know, when you can kind of look back on time and say, oh, I can see how that played out. Or now I have a word for what my approach to X, Y, and Z has been. And so just kind of continuing to to reflect on the strengths that you do have, some of the unique features of them, maybe some of the warnings, you know, that are a part of each of those strengths, things to just be cautious of or keep in mind. Those have been really helpful for me. And I think particularly thinking through it, of in like the professional lens, like being on a team that lets you function kind of at your best. And that's something that I really appreciate about Haley. Um, one of my uh, core um, clarity kind of bullet points says something about like, I work best when I'm a team scout and I have a hands-off leader who values my talents. And that's something that I really appreciate about Haley, Haley where she will just give me sort of free reign to go after the project or pursue these relationships or connections, um, knowing that I will be bringing something hopefully of value back to us as a, a program, as an organization, as a team. Um, like I just appreciate being in that workspace. So when you know who you are, kind of where you thrive best, you know what you need to balance that and either complement strengths that you don't have, but also how to find a place that 
lets you be exactly who you are um, and sort of bring your best self to the team that you're on. And so that's, that, that's something that I've appreciated about knowing who I am and then getting to see that play out in the context of um, this professional environment that lets me be who I am, but also complements maybe areas that I don't have strengths, like in these different quadrants. Wow. Well, that's just a such a a sweet combination, like I said, of the two of y'all working together and and seeing what's ahead and um, gathering information to really um, do do what's ahead. Well, um, I know we need to wrap up here, but um, thank y'all so much for taking time to share a little bit about your strengths. And um, I know you have a big gala coming up and maybe Haley, could you just tell us briefly what that is? And we can put that in the show notes if people are interested in, in seeing how they could be a part of um, what you're doing and hearing more about the vision of Red Oak Cope. Yeah. So um, we have one big fundraiser a year and it is our gala this year. It is on September 23rd. Um, and we will be doing this gala, uh, because of the times we are in, um, fully virtual. So we'll definitely share more information about all of that. Um, we can get the link in, like you said, the show notes. Um, it's a really fun night, uh, of just hearing stories, um, from staff. Uh, we have programs. I mean, we specifically talked a lot about our Austin program, but we have international programs as well. So hearing the stories of, um, yeah, just the work that we do and the women we get to serve. Um, and we also have a really fun live auction. We have the cowboy auctioneers every year come and do a live auction and they're just a real great time. Um, and music and yeah, virtual, we're pivoting. So we're pivoting to virtual and excited to, again, um, yeah, just to get to share more about the work we do. So we'd love to have people come, of course. Thank you for sharing. Oh, well, thank you. Well, thank y'all both so much for taking time. And I'm excited for our listeners to get this glimpse into who you are and what, um, what your strengths, how they're benefiting this, this work that you're doing. So thank you both for being here. Thank, thank you. you for having us. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope this time has given you hope and encouragement about how amazing you are or helped you understand someone you know or work with or love. If you're curious about your top five strengths, you can take the assessment at cliftonstrengths.com. If this episode's been helpful to you, please leave a review, share the podcast with a friend, or subscribe to Embrace Your Strengths podcast. You can find more information at barbaracolwell.com. I sure look forward to our next time together. Take care.